0: i suspect is happening let me summarize when you look at the data it's very clear that we're nearing a shortage condition uh, on the american market in silver and it's very welcome to gold silver pros everybody this is rob Keint with GoldSilverPros.com. i'm recording this on july 20th 2023 at about noon central time you guys will see this tonight on the channel welcome everybody in and welcome to gold silver pros if this is the first time you're joining on today's video i'm going to be talking about silver and where we may be gearing up for another silver squeeze some of the data between the american and london markets is very very interesting and i think potentially the london market and slb in particular with all of the redemptions of shares is issuing out or losing a lot of silver and i think that may be covering the american market it's interesting that the american market's going long silver and the silver market in london has silver being taken out this is a potential for some sort of short squeeze or maybe shortage condition in silver. Now it's a little bit early to call it, but the data is basically saying, we're about to run out of silver, or we're gonna run out of silver pretty soon. Now this is on the heels of something we've been predicting since silver squeeze a couple of years ago, the end of January, beginning of February, two years ago, about two and a half years ago or so now, where there was a, a potential shortage condition, people were buying into SLV, And that took a lot of silver out of the London market and allocated it to the SLV ETF because SLV stores most of their silver in London with a little bit stored in New York as well. And that was the opposite. Now it looks as though people are coming to COMEX for the silver, and it's being pulled off of other markets to fill that COMEX need. And we're going to talk about that, so we're going to jump right into the presentation. It's very interesting what's going on. Potential silver squeeze? I don't know. It may be a bit early to tell, but let's look at the conditions. First of all, and I have been reporting that the physical demand for silver has been pretty strong, not necessarily at the retail level, but I think the wholesale and industrial level. I don't. I think people may be redeeming a little bit of their investment silver, coins like this, basically selling into the market, but I'm going to show you in a minute how that's a minuscule amount according to what's being uh, demanded and taken off the market industrial. We'll get into that chart in a moment. But I wanted to start off going back to what I've been saying. Gold and silver have held up very well this summer. Typically, you'll get a fade at the very beginning, and then you'll see whether it fades the rest of the summer. And it gives some indication of how traders may be setting up. And I was on Liberty and Finance last night talking about how the bullion banks the last two weeks went long silver and how the other reportable category of traders in the American market, which represents wealthy individuals, family offices, uh, small to medium sized businesses, has also taken a massive position long silver. I believe 6,199 contracts on the last caught report through July 11th. And in fact, I think I have that caught report. So let's look at silver here. You can see 6,199 contracts. This is for silver through July 11th, the current data from the CFTC right off their website. 6,199 contracts long, or the other reportable category, as previously stated, wealthy individuals, businesses, so on and so forth, that's almost a 50% increase. So if you subtract 6,199 from where they were before, that gives you about 13,500. So this may be somewhere 40 45% increase in a week. That's a substantial position, and that's after the swap dealers on the last caught report, the one dated July 3rd, had added a bunch of long contracts as well to bring them almost even. So the bullion bank's last COT report went long silver. The wealthy individuals this time are going long silver. And I believe this long silver moved by the swap dealers signaled the other sharps. These are the two sharps categories for the precious metals uh, on the American markets, in my opinion, the bullion banks and then the wealthy individuals who, by the way, Buy all the research from the bullion banks that the banks put out, and so that's probably what's influencing them to follow the bullion banks into going long silver. Or you know, potentially they just know what's going on, and so we've had this nice little you know mini breakout in silver. This is your moving averages, okay? You've got um, twenty five and ten uh, day periods, and we've broken out from that, and I've been I've been documenting that. We had you know, a triple top in gold, and if and if we had completed that triple top formation, it would have been bearish and brought gold down. Gold stayed above. And I think once big brother gold stayed above, silver said, okay, I'm gonna pop again above my moving averages also. And the move has been so strong that it's really tipping over a couple of uh, technical indicators. So you can see here at the top we have the relative strength indicator, that's the RSI. This is this graph at the top. And when this gets up to 70, that means it's an overbought condition, meaning, uh, according to the last rolling number of sales the most um, or purchases the most recent amount of purchases or longs is higher to the point that the market's saying wow you've really made a strong move now typically this would be a bearish signal and cause a pullback in silver but this is a temporary channel it's over a 14-day period and it when you get a strong rsi that stays strong over a 14-day period and it keeps strong that means you've broken out of a short-term technical indicator into a long-term price movement. Now, the RSI seems to indicate that over the last 14 periods, we've had a very strong move into silver that's pressing up against an overheated condition, but it's not stopping, which means this isn't a short-term move into silver. It's more long-term. We're going to look at another indicator, one uh, on a 26 and 12-day period, the MACD. That also shows strength of move. And you can see it's very positive here. It's very uh, on the bullish side, you have both uh, indicators uh, for the MACD indicating that's a very strong market. So the technical indicators are saying this is a very strong market. Now, if you were just trading on the short term, you may short the market because, why? Well, I've got two strong indicators. You've got a price breakout. Maybe it comes back, except for the other data is showing that it's probably not going to come back because you've had the bullion banks go long and other reportables. The two sharps in the market go long, on consecutive trading periods as shown up in the COP report. Now we don't know individual trades because this is aggregated data by the CFTC. We don't get line level or ledger level data. So I can't tell you what's happening there, but we can look at deliveries and now we're getting to get into physical. So everything that I've showed you now is just positioning in the paper markets. A percentage on a given month of the paper trade can be redeemed for physical. Usually in the American markets, it's a very small percentage, but we do track physical redemptions because about six times a year in both gold and silver, you'll have a sizable amount because you have six months in which you have a lot of open interest in contracts. And some people will come to deliver. So we want to look at the long term for silver. How's it done this year? Now, if you get rid of this number, that's December. Silver, has had a very strong redemption period in July. It's the biggest of 2023. 2023 was the largest amount of contracts delivered in silver for the year. This is in summer. This is when people are not supposed to be buying precious metals. And in fact, the retail trade has cooled off just a bit. A lot of retailers that I know and people that are minting have said that their orders from the retail side have gone down. That's normal over the summer. But the large players in the market the swap dealers and the wealthy individuals are going long silver and taking delivery. We, in fact, in July, and it's not even over yet, have had the largest delivery month of the year, and it was larger than December. And that's significant because December for the precious metals markets on the futures market is a month in which you will always see robust deliveries. It's deliveries for the end of the year that companies will make to plan for the next year. In this case, it'll be 2024. For this number, it would be 2023. So a bunch of companies lined up and took 4,700 contracts last December because they're gonna use the silver in their manufacturing operations. For this year, when it happens in July, that's more of an indication that people think the rest of the year there's a reason to be bullish silver. We'll think of it. What are the two reasons to be bullish silver? One, incredible industrial demand. But if we're talking recession, wouldn't industrial demand for this metal be falling? So I think the fact that everybody thinks we're heading into recession across the world, and you've had an incredible amount of silver physical deliveries, means people are playing this for the for the financial or the safety aspect. This move into silver, this 4,825 contracts you see here in July is a monetary move into silver, more so than an industrial. Now, people are going to need to get industrial silver regardless of the price, but I feel as though there's a lot of investment demand mixed in here because it jumped up so much during the summer, and that's kept the prices up, and it's abnormal when you consider what's going to be used in industry. Now, what's really interesting when we go over to SLV, what is SLV? SLV is a passive ETF. Most of the metal for SLV, almost all the vaults are in the UK market in London. One I think is in New York and they may have ability to do others, but the last report I saw is most of it's in London, a little bit in New York. So when we're looking at iShare Silver Trust, which is SLV as we are here at EDF database, etf.com, we're looking at the recent amount of flows. These are share flows But shares equals silver in SLV because when people buy shares in SLV, the custodians of SLV must buy physical silver to back it up. It's supposed to be one for one value wise. And I think there's something like two to three shares in SLV equals an ounce of silver, something along those lines. So when you buy a share, you're buying a partial ounce of silver or a fraction ounce of silver, but enough gets you an ounce, okay? And so when you see people going long and buying shares of SLV, SLV has to go to the London market where most of it's stored and they have to get it. Now looking at the London vault data, here is the amount of silver. And you can see that there was a trend for silver to come off. And then it started coming on a little bit, but this is older data. This is as of last month. Okay. So this is June data. We don't have July data yet. July is not over. So we'll get July data. But looking at the American market in July, we've had a ton of deliveries, 4,825. Is the same going to be for London, no, it's the opposite. We've had redemptions. Over 6 million ounces of silk lately are coming off London. And if you want to see a nice little summary, go to Laird's site, Gold Charts us. And this is iShares SLV, this line right here. So we're going to check and see where's the silver going. Well, 15 million ounces over the last four weeks have come out of the London market, specifically iShares. And if you want to look overall, over the last four weeks, American London combines five. But 10 million ounces have gone into the COMEX. So while we've had a little bit of push into the COMEX, what we haven't had is uh, a subsequent amount of push into London. We've had redemptions in London. I think London is covering for the American market because you see a nice little spike in deliveries. I think the American market in COMEX is very low on silver. Silver inventories are much lower than they were a year and two years ago. And I think what's happening is there a liquidity issue. So people are redeeming because if they're buying shares of SLV and there's no silver in London, they're gonna then sell them. So I think this is selling because the metal's not available and I fully expect this London vault data to continue to shrink. Now, you would say, Rob, there's over 800,000 ounces available. Well, that's not true. This is all the claimed and unclaimed silver. They don't make a distinction in their tables. It is a very opaque market to the public you have to trade that market and it works better if you're one of the big market makers in that market to have multiple sets of trading data understand what's really going on so from this aggregate data all we can tell is what's coming in and out but i expect this to fall because of the data we're seeing on slv which is the major etf that stores in london and you can see all that metal coming off we expect to see this london vault data to fall we just don't know how much free silver's left because most of this could be claimed by contract they don't separate it out we don't know. But we know the fund flows have come off. At the same time, people in America are getting more silver. At the same time, the bullion biller dealers on the last COT report went long by something like 5,000 contracts. And on this COP report for July 11th, the smart, uh, sing, you know, the smart small money, if you will, wealthy family offices and individuals and those types of things, small conglomerates, small, medium businesses, maybe decent medium sized businesses are going long silver. Why? Because industrial demand and investment demand. And I think some of this actually being delivered is investment demand. But also the last thing I want to point out the overall open interest for silver, this is silver and we're looking at open interest, that's open contracts, not necessarily deliveries, but all open contracts, including deliveries and speculative trading has gone up 5,861 contracts in the last week. That's a massive amount. That means people are coming into silver to play it. That's not normal during the summer. Yes, you're always going to have your normal hedges short and long for producer merchants. Most of this is speculative trading. It's it's a very little bit of hedging in here, but this is all speculative. They're playing the prices. And the fact that contracts have gone out 5861 means the speculators are going long silver thinking that silver could be potentially in shortage condition, or at least it's going long. And if you look at deliveries and overall stocks on comex, they've been coming down. How do we know that? Look at the COMEX deliveries. We'll click on that total weight category right there. We get COMEX total ounces. And if you look at since so the original silver squeeze uh, a couple of years ago, beginning of 2021, silver coming out. Now there was a little bit coming in. There's a little bit of this coming in. There's a lot of re, little bit of retail selling, but that's a blip on the market when compared with the industrial market. So it doesn't matter that a few people are selling via retail. So the retailers are gonna report a little bit week, month and silver but overall across the world, the vast majority of silver is coming out of the markets, not being put back in. You just have some capitulation selling by people who need money and have some silver and they're taking it retail coin dealers in the form of this. But this is not what you see on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. This is a minuscule amount, even you know thousands of those when compared with the amount that's coming out on these contracts and coming into the ETFs. So what I suspect is happening, let me summarize when you look at the data, it's very clear that we're nearing a shortage condition Uh, on the American market in silver, and it's very clear that London is probably making up for that. There's just no other way to look at it. There's no way you look at one of the two markets that work very closely together. I mean, we talk about spot being determined by both markets. We talk about the EFP mechanism between both markets. We talk about how they work together and traders take positions on both markets at different times you know, because there's a very close relationship and a spread and an arbitrage play. We know these two markets are connected. So when you see 15 million ounces coming out of the London market in four weeks, and you see a lot of that going into COMEX, it's because people are coming to COMEX for deliveries. The London market is supporting COMEX for deliveries. But remember what happened during silver squeeze one. There was too much silver taken out of London through the SLV. This time people were trying to buy through the SLV and it wasn't there because it had gone to COMEX first. And so now people are capitulating and selling out SUV, SLV, and they're going to the American market and getting it off of COMEX. And that's why the price has gone up. Let me narrate this now. Narrate this now for you with the charts. We'll go and do it with the data. I did it from auditory perspective. Now let's do it. We know traders are going long. It's bullish silver. The last two charts, we know we've had a little bit of breakout during what is traditionally seasonally a weak time for silver. We've had a little mini breakout and we've definitely had a breakout in gold, okay? We've had the deliveries on the American market. The American market is nice and robust. London market is bleeding, 15 million ounces. A lot of that going into the American market and I expect to see this to trend back down next month when we get next month's report, the overall stocks. That's what's happening. It's very, very clear to me right now that London is covering for demand in silver in the U.S. It's covering for the demand in silver and that could be a short, a silver shortage uh, or a silver squeeze condition, if you will, but it's different than last time. This time people went to SLV to get that investment demand and were rejected because there's not enough free ounces because the ounces had already left to the Western market. And I think the shortages from the mines, we know about 160 million ounces last year, I think according to Metals Focus and the Silver Institute short from mine output to world demand last year. This year, they estimated between 2 and 220. I've seen it revised. Mean ounces short in 2023, meaning the miners can't put out enough silver. And the last four years have been rolling shortages. 2023 will be the fifth straight year. If it's a shortage, the mines are not putting out enough silver. We're already at the silver cliff. There aren't enough primary silver mines making enough silver. Some of the base metal mines in which silver is a byproduct, 72% of silver is not, does not come from primary silver mines. It comes from copper mines and tin mines and gold mines. And if those base metal mines are closing or reducing output due to deflation around the world, that means there's less silver and that's going to exacerbate the silver shortage. Okay, do you get the picture and this is something we've been talking about. Look for deflationary forces in the economy to slow the economy down, to reduce mine output on top of the already four to five-year rolling deficits of mine output for the world. Now you don't have a lot of silver, then gets drained from one market and then the other. That's what's happening. It got drained from the COMEX market, London covered, in sort of a reverse EFP mechanism. And now London's being drained. And remember, London doesn't have a ton because in 2021, the original silver squeeze when people were buying SLV, London got drained in three days, 110 million ounces in three days. This is a bigger drawdown over time. This is a much bigger drawdown over two years. And it's liquidating all the silver stocks in both uh, London and uh, the American market, or UK and American markets for the precious metals. And eventually, and they're balancing out. One is feeding the other, but eventually they're both going to be out And then you're going to have a real silver squeeze that not only reflects the UK market, but at the same time, the American market. So this is going to be potentially a double silver squeeze. Now, I do think we have enough in the markets to probably satisfy people leading up to the fall. But as soon as mid-August to mid-September, we need to stay uh, and we'll we'll follow this. But mid-August to mid-September is that time frame when I start looking at signs that people are going to drain all available silver off the market, or at least most liquid available. What is left, which is reported in London and COMEX, can then, which is not moving if we have a shortage, means that it was rehypothecated via other contracts. And then we'll get an idea of how many claims exist on existing silver that doesn't get put up for sale, that may be eligible, but never comes off because it's really owned by someone else or another contract. So I think two things are gonna happen. We're gonna have some sort of shortage condition. I don't know how severe, but signs are that we're in a shortage position. It depends upon what the mines can put out the second half of the year. Can they make up the difference? Can we find a silver stockpile somewhere where somebody can dump a couple hundred million ounces? We're gonna need that. That may you know, quell a little bit silver squeeze, but the overall five-year trend, actually, if you look at 20-year trend in silver, we're, we're using more and more to drive all of the initiatives, all these governments, one around the world, the green ESV and just regular silver usage, and also the technology evolution and the rise of the middle class and China and India is gonna use gobs amounts of silver. We haven't even gotten to that stage yet. We haven't even gotten to the rapid adoption of electric vehicles yet, or any of those technologies. As all of that ramps up and increases, increases, it's gonna continue to just grab silver supplies out of any place they are and drain them. And because in the mining sector, we're in a silver shortage condition where not enough money has been spent on exploration development because the price was held artificially low for so long that people didn't invest. We don't have mine output and we can't start it, okay? And we can't get it unless we go to the base metal mines. And to do that, you're gonna to have to have billions of dollars worldwide to mine the other metals, copper, zinc, lead tin when you don't need them, and that could actually cause a little bit of a crash in the quality market. And I don't think companies are going to do that just to get silver. So what's going to happen because silver is going to go limit up at some point. I don't know if it's going to be this year, but when we finally get to that, that end shortage condition in silver, it's going to go limit up. Is this a sign right now that we're getting to that point? Are we a step closer to that point? Are we only two steps away, one step away, eight steps away? We don't know. But it is very clear that worldwide silver supplies are falling, we know, to industrial demand. And I think signs are also indicating retail demand. People went into SOV, couldn't get it, and had to sell. Then they came over to COMEX. and so. But I think that's done by the sharps. It's done by the bullion banks and their clients, and it's done by the wealthy family individual offices. Retail is a little bit lower. When retail comes back in the fall, and they start buying again, which they do every fall, it's going to make it worse than it is right now. We're in a potential shortage condition now with retail being weak to the summer months. Wait till retail comes back. And Katie bar the door. The next bank failure may end up banking the, the silver market worldwide. Let me say that again. The next bank failure may end up bankrupting the physical silver market everywhere in the world because you're going to see retail come in so strong and industrials already Uh, hollowed out silver inventories across the world. There's not going to be enough, and you're going to see silver become unobtainium like Mike Maloney said, 100%. Does it happen this year? I don't know, but it's clear that we're entering those potential shortage conditions. The data doesn't lie. It didn't lie two years ago when we had silver squeeze, and silver popped up to 30, and they came in and intervened on the COMEX market to hold it at 30 to prevent a run it's like an upside circuit breaker. It's, like, it's the same thing as preventing a run to the downside in IBM or, or, or Apple. They perform a run to the upside in the commodity so they can keep the price stable and keep that market working. That's what the, the CFTC said they came out and did. And it's in the public sphere. They may do that again. They may try to cap the price, but this time there's gonna be so much demand if they try to cap the price, I don't think it's gonna work. I think you're gonna see the rise of alternative markets. You've got the Shanghai and you got people that will trade you know, on the gray market where they just create their own markets. And so I think that's potentially what could happen. Is it gonna happen right now? I think the summer is a setup for a potential another silver squeeze in the fall. It could happen as early as mid-August, but in reality, somebody's gonna come out with some stock and it's gonna, it'll take a little while. But I think we're getting very much closer to that point. And it could happen this fall. It would not in any way, shape, or form surprise me. How could it happen this fall? Well, I said a major bank failure could cause people to go to gold and then silver. People that can't afford gold will go to silver. It's a poor man's gold. It's what they can afford. So that may be an option, okay? Um, And I think you're going to see incredible retail demand. And I think that's what it's setting up for. I'm not going to make a call on a specific date. We've got to check the flows. But all I can say is this. If if you're interested in this, let me put the disclaimer on the screen about we do not offer financial or legal advice. Please do your own due diligence. Consult financial advisor or legal professional for making any investment decisions. And I'm not a research investment advisor. That being said, if you're one of the people that's interested in silver and you've already made up your mind about that, then my recommendation is to get it now from a timing perspective. You made the choice to get it. I'm just saying if there's a potential shortage, you may want to weigh whether or not you want to wait on this or you want to get it now. Uh, as I was on Liberty and Finance last night with Elijah, I was saying you want to get it now. It's very clear that silver could become obtamium very, very soon. And that's what we're looking at on this channel. All right, we'll continue to follow potential silver squeeze number two potential collapse of the worldwide silver market, a rush into gold, which would then probably at that point collapse what's left of the dollar and forces into the central bank digital currency era or the era in which we decide what is our next currency regime. Does that start in 2023? It is entirely possible. We're going to stay tuned to it because we are your pros and you are the pros as well since you follow us. This has been GoldSilverPros.com. This is your host, Rob Keats. Stay tuned to this channel tomorrow, Weekly Metals, uh, I'm sorry, weekly market wrap-up where we do go over the mills in more detail I did today. We go over the economic data and the stories of the week that you need to know. Don't ever miss that one. That's your bread and butter if you're into gold and silver and the markets. Thank you so much. Till next time, Rob Keats, goldsilverpros.com. Hey, thanks for watching. We selected these videos just for you. Check them out. And remember, $4.99 a month keeps the lights on and the channel going. So join our gold Silver Pro supporter membership. We appreciate your support. Keep stacking.